All right. What up, what up, what up, what up, America? Check this out. So the title of this episode is very, very simple and it's very, very clear. The FDA is in on it. That's right. Last night, Project Veritas released a video exposing that the FDA is working with Biden in the White House to control you in the biggest big pharma exposure period. But if you were to look for it this morning, guess what? Bet you can't find it. It's been taken down everywhere. That's right. That's right. They literally had one of the chief officers over at the FDA admit that the White House and them are in cahoots with each other because they're making hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars a year. And it was exposed for the world to see, but the social media tyrants took it down. And even if you Google it today, it was titled Exposed FDA. Even if you Google it, you can't find it. can't find anything. But don't worry. I have it. And I screen recorded it last night. There we go. And so for you guys, you're going to hear the entire video footage right here on this episode. Because I knew that they were going to take it down. But I refused to not let you hear it on this show. I knew it as soon as it came out. I was like, I cannot believe that Project Veritas got this on camera. I better record this now because it is not going to make it. I said last night, three days. It didn't make it 12 hours. So we're going to play that for you. Uh, But before we do that, we got to get into a sponsor. All right, everybody. If you haven't heard the world premiere of Daily Wire's Shut In reached over half a million views, more than Don Lemon's episode, and currently has an audience score of 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. The Daily Wire worked day and night to not just make this film, but to make it one worth watching. And guess what? They did it. While being directed by DJ Caruso, the Daily Wire produced a film and... It's really good, guys. The film is now exclusively streaming for Daily Wire members, and if you're not one, you are missing out. Support conservatives making movies. Support movies without a woke agenda. Wow, imagine that. Support The Daily Wire and head to dailywire.com slash subscribe and get a membership today. Use the code GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, at checkout for 25% off your membership. This might be their first original production, but I promise it's not their last. The Daily Wire also released the new trailer for Hyperions, the anti-superhero movie starring Carrie Elwes, which comes out in a few weeks. And Terror on the Prairie, our new Western starring the amazing, uncancelable Gina Carino, coming out this summer. Remember that? Gina Carino, all the craziness. Well, she's back with the Daily Wire's new movie. So go to dailywire.com slash subscribe and get a membership today. Use the code G-R-A-H-A-M. That's Graham for 25% off your new membership. All right. All right. Okay. So we've got this explosive video uh, to play you guys and and talk about it. But before we do that, I, I really want to talk to you guys about Getting your kids out of schools 
I know I've talked about this a lot. I know I have, but every single day, and I got to give a shout out to my friends over at Libs at TikTok, man. Love you guys. Love the work you're doing. They're exposing these freaks that are, uh, in quotation mark, educators of our children. So this is a TikTok of a, obviously an elementary school teacher that wants parents to know that she does not work for them. Listen to this. So I see how you think that you've done something here because parents or community members have voiced concern to their elected official, which is how that process works. Um, not, not bringing it to a teacher, right? They're taking it to the elected official. Um, and now that uh, legislators are, are trying to implement these things. Um, but still, in fact, a parent, not my boss. I don't, I don't actually answer to them. So get bent. Did you hear that? Parents, that teacher just told you to get bent. Wow. Because she does not work for you. So the interesting thing is this. So something has had to have happened. And if you are a teacher or an educator uh, listening to this show, please email me, graham at dearamericamedia.com. And that's G-R-A-H-A-M at dearamericamedia.com. I realized the other day a lot of people were sending, <laughs> we already get a lot, but a lot of people were sending it to G-R-A-M at dearamericamedia.com, which is weird because you're listening to the podcast, so like my name is right there. But either way, you know, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Just send me an email and let me know here. Um, every year, I get property tax bill that I have to pay. Remember, how, yeah. I mean, I I own my house flat out. I'm very blessed to be able to be that way. But, you know, we've talked about this. You never really own anything, yeah. right? Because you got to pay property taxes on it for forever. Um, and in my property tax, my property tax, I'm not going to tell you how much it is, but I will tell you that the, 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 the public school tax is thousands upon thousands of dollars that I have to pay for school that my kids don't go to. Okay, so a lot of people uh, get mad at me for commenting about public school things. They're like, well, pff, Graham, your children don't even go to public school, so you don't have the right to say anything. Uh, yeah, I do, because I pay the taxes on it. Okay, so You're paying for it. here's the thing. So do teachers legitimately not know that you do actually work for the parents, not only on the level of we are parents are entrusting these individuals with the most precious thing that they possibly have. It's not money. It's not possessions. It's not cars, houses, nothing. It is their children. So you do answer to them, but, 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 but let's say you don't believe that. Okay. Let's say, let's say you're under the illusion of, well, you know, you don't sign my check. So blah, 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 blah. Okay. But we fund the account that does write your checks because every year we get tax bills yep. to pay or worse. You're in a school system that's private and or homeschool charter, et cetera. And then we for real pay your salary. Okay. We pay the taxes that go to the public schools, that that is the bank account of which they pay you a check to do your job. So de facto, 
you would not have a job if we did not pay the taxes to fund your job. Mm-hmm. It is the equivalent of a congressman saying, I don't work for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, you absolutely do. What's so weird is several years ago, there was this major push by teachers saying that parents needed to get more involved in their children in school life. Remember back in the day when there used to be these things called parent-teacher conferences and the parents would literally say, hey, you know, we really could use your involvement more here yeah, uh, and your involvement more here. This is where your child's struggling. This is where your child's excelling. Um you know, uh, they really, you know, could, could use your involvement in these areas and these areas. Remember when we used to have that dialogue? What happened to that? Our, now it is literally parents saying, thanks for chopping off your child that is now our military boot camp soldier. You are not allowed to interact with them until they leave this place. And then that's when you can have your visitations again. Um, get your kids out of schools. I, I, I cannot continue. I had a conversation with a buddy of mine and I love this buddy. Cause every time I talk about this, he always writes me. Uh, but you know, he was, uh, he sent me a video of his, uh, of his kid and I know his kids, um, getting punched at a football game. Like kid just walking up to him and just bam, just socking him right in the face at a football game. And I was like, dude, you got to get your kids out of school. Got to get your kids out of school. And he wrote back. He's like, well, you know, man, truth is they're too old for that now. Because I was telling him about homeschooling and all this other kind of stuff, you know, that they graduate like three years or whatever. Yeah. And it's too late. Eh, sorry to put you on blast, buddy. You know who you are. I'll keep your name out of it. But you know who you are. <laughs> uh, I disagree. I, I don't think it's too late at all. I think that there is nothing. There, there is nothing that public school offers children anymore that's worth anything. Okay. And, and, and look, I'm speaking as a guy that public school saved my life. Okay. If you've read my first book, like, you know, this, okay. Uh, we grew up or I grew up in the non social media era, the non cell phone era, like the only interaction you had, you know, all this stuff, homeschoolers were exiled. They were the weird (laughs) kids on the bus. You know what I mean? Like they just were like, they were the weird kids. Something was wrong with them. And that was the stereotype, right? Yeah. And, and I had a horrific homeschool experience and, you know, not to plug the first book, but you can read all about it in the first book. But either way, nowadays, all of these homeschool places are required to allow these kids to try out for the public teams, to play sports and go to the proms and mm-hmm. all this other kind of stuff. Uh, have your kid stop worrying so much about school and go get a freaking job. You know what I mean? Like. My senior year of high school, if I can be honest here, okay, and we're coming up on 20 years ago that I graduated. It's getting close. This is year 17 I've been out, all right? We're That's getting, a long time, We're getting Graham. close, okay? <laughs> um, actually, actually, that is longer. 12 years. Yeah, I've been out longer than I was in school. See? Wow. Anyway, the point is, back then, my senior year, I only needed one credit. Because they said I had to take English 4, all right? That was the only state credit I needed to graduate. But the law also said that I had to attend four classes. 
So literally, I had one class my senior year that meant something, and it was English 4. Yeah, but the, that was fun. The other three classes were just, it didn't matter if I passed them or not. Like, I, I just, I, it was a, I was in a weird loophole. Like, I could have, and so I did. I failed <laughs> all three of them and didn't even bat an eye. I could have cared less. I did, you know, I missed as many days as you could possibly miss. It didn't matter because it didn't matter. So for those of you who have older kids that are in public school, get them out. Get them out. Get, get, get them educated on the things that they still need to be educated on. Shoot, man, I, the more it goes, the more I am pro- Go get your freaking GED and go learn a trade. Like immediately, yeah. like get your GED and enroll your children directly in something that they are interested in. The end. They'll make a lot more money. And than they most will make a lot more money. They will deal with a lot less bullcrap. I'm sorry, I didn't even talk about this as long as I have, but it's just what I feel, right? Because I because I believe the world is changing. We had a big conversation about uh, uh, technology devices and things like that now yeah. i've already told you my children do not have uh smartphones they never will <laughs> until they can buy it themselves guess what buddy you get a flip phone when you have a job nothing All wrong right? with that you can call me or you could text me on your flip phone where you have to like hit the the the, the, <laughs> the two three times to get to the c and then once for an a and then the seven three times to get to an end like you remember those you probably don't even remember no, those. Um, when I first got when I got my first cell phone, which was like I think I was like seventeen, it already at least had like an actual keyboard, so I was able to like just type it in like you know A K B or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. I, didn't, see, I never had to deal. You'll with never understand. Texting. You'll under, you'll never understand the 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 pure technique of of driving down the road because I did finally get a Nokia cell phone my junior year of high school, okay? Remember the big old gigantic bricks? And you'll never know. Dude, I remember when there was a text limit. Like you only had like 100 texts a month that you could send. <laughs> and it, it, if you dare send over more than that, it was like 50 cents a text. Like like I remember when there were, <laughs> there were texting limits. There was no fathomable... You couldn't even fathom unlimited anything. Like people, were like what? <laughs> like, like, like. Oh God! And I. Anyway, back to the point. Uh, technology. I disagree with people. Who are like, oh, I don't let I don't let my children have screen time on these, you know, these tablets and all this other kind of stuff. I think once it gets to a certain age, I disagree, and this is why. You're setting them up for failure. In the new world. I mean, you just are. Yeah. The world is different now. It, it just is. They're not playing Super Nintendo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's the world is different now. Um, you know, people are making $50 million a year playing video games. That's insane. Like, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, like coming out in support of, oh, you should not get a real job and make $50 million a year playing a video game. But what I'm saying is that, the, the blessings that we've had doing all this stuff that we do, I have been able to turn around and bless other people. And we've been able to do a lot of really cool things because of the fact that your kids will make more money than you will have ever made doing far less than you will have ever done. Oh, yeah. 
that's that that is that sorry i hate to break it to you your kids if they learn the right trade will make a hundred thousand dollars a year by the time they're 24 25 years old and it'll be like no big thing and it took you 20 30 years to even get close to that mark and you're working 10 12 hour shifts that's one thing i've noticed like with people my age like especially those in the media world you can easily get up there and pass your parents very fast. It's 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 pretty much standard rate. Yeah. Almost. Like if you're if you're a videographer and a video editor and graphic person or something, I mean, there's no reason you shouldn't be making six figures. Agreed. And and I mean, that's what I'm trying to explain to everybody. Like the world has changed. Fifty percent of jobs do not require you to have to be physically present at an office anymore the world is different now these retail shops all this other stuff another 10 years they're going to be gone jc Penney's, dillard's macy's is already down the tank didn't macy's close or almost in bankruptcy no, that was jc penny i think okay jc well it's one of them my point is blockbuster went out the same thing's going to happen with movie theaters i'm telling you the the direct to consumer model is the future and so I'm not against screen time and learning how to work and learning how to code and learning how to do all this other kind of stuff. Learn it, man. <laughs> you yeah. know, why not? Do it. Do it. But I digress. Gary V said it best. And I'm going to move on. Sorry, I didn't mean to get on this. Thing. I'll even skip my next time. Well, no, I won't. I'll just talk about it really quick. <laughs> um, Gary V said it best that the school system is the one thing that we have not evolved in over 50 years. Yeah, Robert Kiyosaki goes that direction as well. Yeah, it, it's it, it's based on memorization. It's based on all this stuff. And Gary V said it best. He's like, why in the world do I need to spend my time memorizing what pi is and what 3,948 times one hundred and twenty-seven. You've not used the quadratic is, formula, Graham? Well, but that's what I meant. But, <laughs> but, but he's like, he's like, literally, all I have to do is go, Siri, what is this? And Siri tells me, and then I move on. And I'm more efficient and proficient mm -hmm. because it takes me less time to do what used to take you. You have to write things on an entire page where now it's less about memorization and more about what your ability to be able to do with all the information that is readily available to you. There are people building cars by watching YouTube videos on how to build cars. <laughs> YouTube if we is don't a new know college. how to do something here at the office, Zach just YouTubes it. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we had something yesterday where we were like, oh, let's let's maybe do a new setup. Went to YouTube. Yeah. The world is different. Now, I'm not saying you need to learn, not learn basic skills because without the basic foundational skills, you can't can't learn anything yep you don't know how to read or write or whatever obviously you can't learn but i'm just saying man we, we just that is that is you being hard-headed as a parent and thinking that the world is as it was 20 years ago and i'm telling you school is a big old crock it is an absolute crock your kids if they've gone to a decent school, as far as basic knowledge that they need to be able to succeed in life, around the ninth or tenth grade, I'm just some of the richest people I know made it to like the tenth grade, and that's it. <laughs> and yeah. they, they were gone. Now I'm not pro dropping out of school, but get your GED. And if they if they love electronics or they love graphic designing and editing, put them in a trade school. 
And watch, they'll make a hundred grand at twenty, and it'll make you madder than you ever thought possible. <laughs> Either way, okay, moving on. Please let me know if you disagree. Graham at dearamericamedia.com. I'm sure I'll get some really nice emails on that one. Um, okay, uh, let's get into a sponsor. All right, guys, I want to tell you guys about Good Ranchers, but I also want to tell you that you have a problem. I say that because I care about you guys, and the truth hurts sometimes. But I have to say this because the truth is the truth. Young and old, big and small, we all face this problem, and it's our meat problem, folks. Over 85% of the grass-fed beef sold in stores and online is imported from overseas. That's right. You're eating China meat. How does it feel? Hopefully, it doesn't feel good. That's why you should get all your beef, chicken, and seafood from Good Ranchers. They sell beef that's USDA prime and upper choice, chicken that's better than organic, and premium seafood. Good Ranchers delivers steakhouse quality to your door, and with my code GRAM at checkout, you can save $25 and get free express shipping. All you got to do is head over to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham today to solve your meat problem once and for all. Get the transparency, quality, and cuts you've been craving. Order now with the code Graham to get $25 off your box. Now is the time to support American farms and the American ranchers. They're hurting and you're hungry, so solve both of those problems in a box of American meat delivered straight to your door. Whoever buys the meat in your house needs to go right now to GoodRangers.com slash Graham today. Okay, so this next little clip, it's an 11-second clip. We're going to hit on it really quick. Like I said, I got way invested <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the school thing, and I apologize. Um, this is a group of college students at a university in Nevada, okay? It's not Nevada, by the way. It's Nevada. Oh, really? I learned that a while ago. I got educated very aggressively by Nevadans. So, that uh, it is not Nevada. I've been it, saying it wrong the whole time. I, so did I. <laughs> I. I did not know, but I was uh, educated. Also, do not tell people from Wisconsin that cheese curds are basically cheese sticks in ball form. They lose their mind. I'm going to do that now. They're like, it's not. It's not even remotely close. I'm like, well, it's it's cheese that's fried with like, you know, like it's fried cheese. It's Get some seasoning on there. That's a cheese stick. They're like, this is just a balled up cheese stick. Anyway, this is a group of college students, college students now, that are protesting. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, well, college students are protesting. What else is new, you know? <laughs> but protesting's great. It's your First Amendment right. It is your freedom to protest. Absolutely. Your freedom is to protest. You have the ability to protest all you want. That is your freedom. But these people are not protesting against racism. They're not protesting against uh, the made-up myth of police brutality. They're not protesting against inequality of women. They're not even protesting for pro-choice. These people are protesting freedom. Really? They're pro. They, with their freedom to protest, are protesting freedom what do i mean by that listen to this 11 second clip and i'll explain to you what i mean here we go Reinstate 
Reinstate the mask mandates. Girls giving it all with their voice. These people are protesting the fact that the mask mandates are being ended on their campus. Were they wearing masks during the protest? Well, no, they were wearing masks. Okay. That, that, that's not the point. But by very definition, the mask mandate shouldn't have happened in the first place because mm-hmm. that is an infringement upon a freedom. But, you know, we can argue semantics all you want. These people are against the, the, the college isn't saying if you show up wearing a mask, you're not allowed here like people were when the mask mandates were instated. Now, you see what I'm saying? How that's actually uh, messing with your freedom. They're mad that they are allowing more freedom to be able to choose whether you wear a mask or not. How dare we be free? They are they are using their freedom to protest to protest freedom of choice in this discussion on mask or no mask. That is where we are in society, and that is why we are doomed. I told you I wouldn't stay on it very long, so we're moving on. Okay, so this was interesting to me, and I have a really interesting tie-in that I want to put into this here. So Seth Rogen, uh, Seth Rogen is not a fan of mine. Uh, he has said some very nasty things about me <laughs> in the past. Um, I still think some of his movies are hilarious, but he's a you know normally a very stupid human being. But either way, <laughs> um, he was quoted saying, "People just don't care about the Oscars. The Oscars ratings have been in the tank for years. Last year was horrible, um, the worst ever." And then he further explained he said he said this i don't get why movie people care so much if other people care what awards we give ourselves all right to me maybe people just don't care i don't care who wins the automobile awards no other industry expects everyone to care about what awards they shower upon themselves maybe they just don't care maybe they did for a while and they stopped caring and why should they I agree with Seth Rogen for once. That's actually pretty reasonable. I agree. You know what? I don't care. Uh, In fact, I normally have a rule at my house. Nine times out of ten, the movies that win the most awards, I hate them. And I, I, don't I never like watch them. Oscar movies. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 if if critics on Rotten Tomatoes, if critics give a movie a horrible score, I immediately go watch it. <laughs> you're I'm like serious. It. That is how I gauge whether or not a movie is good or not. I'm like, oh well, the critics hate it. I, I'm going to love it. <laughs> you know. And uh, so I like this. And and this is my interesting tie-in I want to put here. And this again goes with how I believe society has changed and i believe it's because the world is so much smaller okay so eminem kneeled during the halftime show right um a lot of people argue whether or not he was actually kneeling in solidarity with colin kaepernick uh there's rumors going around we've talked about this that um the nfl knew he was going to do it ahead of time didn't want him to do it he did it anyway blah 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 and then there's other people that are saying well he knelt because that was right before they started the tupac song and it was like he was you know paying homage to Tupac or whatever. Either way, it didn't take. Nobody cared. Yeah. Like Eminem wasn't trending number one on Twitter. You know, the Super Bowl halftime commercial did, but it just, it just didn't take, right? It just didn't. Um, if, if the start, why do they not kneel in the NFL anymore? Because, because everybody's over it. Nobody cares, right? No one cares. Uh, when LeBron James says something stupid, 
no one cares. We call out the fact that he's a moron. But other than that, that's about it. It's a blip on a radar. And I think that the reason that nobody watches the Oscars anymore, nobody, nobody's giving these celebrities the the time anymore is because these people are no longer the trend setters in our world. These people are no longer like the de facto, this is where we get our fashion from. This is where we get our phrases from. This is where we get this and that. Because social media has made it to where everybody has influence on everybody yep. all the time. It's not just the elites anymore. The people actually decide what we get riled up about, what we talk about and all this stuff. Um, and I believe that it's changed everything. We, we don't need these elites that you literally only see probably 30 to 40 times a year max with a movie they've done, them showing up at the Oscars. I mean, think about that. Like, you did not see those people ever unless it was at, like, the Oscars or things like that. So I believe a lot of people tuned in so they could just see those famous people. But now that we've got social media, you see them every day. All day, all the time. It's changed everything. And, and I agree with Seth Rogen. I, I think not only is the woke agenda killing them, I think it's the fact that everybody just sees them all the time. They also choose movies that most people aren't going to go watch. So that's kind of not helping their issue either. True. Like all the good movies, you know, other than when they give, you know, Oscars to people who play the Joker. Other than that, um, yeah, I, here lately, I, I I am really trying to do my best to separate political, separate people's political views from their artistic performances. Because if you don't, you'll never watch anything again, or you'll never listen to any music again, or all this other kind of stuff. And and you know, I do think that society would be better if we got a little more back to just, you know, man, hey, how you want to vote is how you want to vote. I'm going to tell you what what I feel because that's that this is what I do. I'm a political commentator. Like, yeah. this is what I do. You need to listen to me or not. I am 90% sure that 98% of the music industry and Hollywood doesn't agree with my politics. But it was still a good movie, <laughs> yeah. you know, and anyway, those are my thoughts. But before we get into the last little bits and the bombshell FDA exposing, we have to get into a sponsor. All right, guys, I want to tell you guys about Good Ranchers, but I also want to tell you that you have a problem. I say that because I care about you guys and the truth hurts sometimes. But I have to say this because the truth is the truth. Young and old, big and small, we all face this problem, and it's our meat problem, folks. Over 85% of the grass-fed beef sold in stores and online is imported from overseas. That's right. You're eating China meat. How does it feel? Hopefully, it doesn't feel good. That's why you should get all your beef, chicken, and seafood from Good Ranchers. They sell beef that's USDA prime and upper choice, chicken that's better than organic, and premium seafood. Good Ranchers delivers steakhouse quality to your door, and with my code GRAM at checkout, you can save $25 and get free express shipping. All you got to do 
is head over to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham today to solve your meat problem once and for all. Get the transparency, quality, and cuts you've been craving. Order now with the code Graham to get $25 off your box. Now is the time to support American farms and the American ranchers. They're hurting and you're hungry, so solve both of those problems in a box of American meat delivered straight to your door. Whoever buys the meat in your house needs to go right now to goodrangers.com slash Graham today. Okay, all right, really quick. So before we talk about the fact that YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram took this video down within 12 hours, let's read a report that came out just yesterday um, about uh, the CEO of YouTube, okay? YouTube CEO urges governments to outlaw harmful speech. She made a terrifying comment about censorship during an interview. All right, I'm going to do my best to read this. All right, this is what she said. We work around the globe. This is direct quotes, by the way. We work around the globe, and you're right. Certainly, there are many different laws in many different jurisdictions, and we enforce the laws of the various jurisdictions around speech or what's considered safe or not safe. What has been the controversial part is where there is content that would be deemed as harmful, but yet is not illegal. An example of that, for example, would be COVID. I'm not aware of there being any laws by government saying around COVID in terms of not being able to debate the efficacy of masks or where the virus came from or the right treatment or proposal, but yet there was a lot of pressure and concern about us distributing misinformation that went against what the standard and accepted medical knowledge was. And then she goes on to say that, you know, the government needs to step in to outlaw harmful speech so we can do a better job of, of, of regulating harmful speech. And it's hard to do that when you can deem things as harmful, but yet it's not illegal. So social media giants now want the government to make it illegal for you to say and do certain things. And that will make their life a lot easier. And to be clear here, they're talking to America when they say this, okay? Because as you've seen with other countries, um, they have no rights if the government says that they don't. They're speaking to America, the, the American government, when they talk about this. But it brings us to our next point. So this bombshell video that I'm going to play you in whole, it's two minutes and like 15 seconds, and I want you to listen to it, okay? This is a uh, high-up exec in the FDA. Okay, Food Drug Administration, in case you guys didn't catch that. All right, so you're going to hear him talking to a girl. The girl is like the undercover person for Project Veritas, and I want you to listen to everything that he says in this bombshell of a video. Here we go. Biden wants to inoculate as many people as possible. So you're going to have to get an annual shot. I mean, it hasn't been formally announced yet. So you don't want to, like, uh, rile everyone up. The drug companies, the food companies, the vaccine companies, so they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products. If they can get every person required at an annual vaccine, that is a recurring return of um, uh, money going into their, their company. So how do you know it's already getting approved? 
Well, they're not going to, um, I mean, just from everything I've heard, they're not going to not approve it. Meet Christopher Cole, an executive officer at the FDA with over 20 years experience who claims to be directly involved in the approval process of the various COVID vaccines. I think um, what's going to happen is um, it's going to be a gradual thing. School's going to mandate it. Why do they need the third one? Well, the same reason um, that you or I would need the third one. So the three will bolster your, your system. And then there will be an annual, um, eventually an annual, just like the flu shot. For the toddlers? Well, for everyone. Okay, so the toddlers too then. We'll have to get it annually. Okay. I don't completely agree with their, the process. What do you mean you don't agree with the process? Well, I mean, they, um, they don't have all the, all the tests aren't there. So I agree with the thing that it is important to inoculate them. Um, but you can't provide the, um, the parent as much um, assurity as you normally want to. It's an EUA for all, all, uh, all age groups, all designations, and then you have to get approved by specific age groups based on the study. Do you think it's really an emergency for the toddlers? Well, they're all uh, improved under an emergency. The efficacy data doesn't have to be as high. The standard is on emergency use authorizations is that it does more benefit than harm. I thought their cases weren't that high for six-month to four-year-olds. They're not, but it's because it's um, related to COVID, it's under that approval process. So that was a high-end executive for the FDA that admits that there is cooperation and a targeted specific and tactical effort between the FDA and the Biden administration to create millions, if not billions of dollars of wealth through big pharma literally says in there, they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to approve and push these things, right? Like, like, like there's an agreement there. So if, if Pfizer has a vaccine that will render $56 billion in 2022, as they, uh, uh, forecast between Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, the white house, as this exec in the FDA says, pays them hundreds of millions of dollars a year to approve the things that they need them to approve to push. So if if the White House is paying them hundreds of millions of dollars a year to approve a shot, how much is Big Pharma paying the White House? I would imagine it's a lot. That's why this is such a big deal. And and when he goes in there and he says, uh, you know, I don't agree with everything that they're saying, he's talking about the he's talking about his own workplace. Like you have to imagine like this is no different than Zach having a conversation going, you know, I don't always agree with everything that that they do or whatever at work or whatnot. He would be talking about me, the Dear America podcast, you know, Graham Allen Media. That's what he's talking about. So this is a this is a gigantic gigantic video and it's nowhere i mean it's nuked everywhere if like well well i say that before we started filming this show it had already been deleted from everywhere and if you typed in expose fda there was nothing no news reports no news articles no nothing nothing at all 
that you have a high executive in the FDA that admits in that video that the White House pays the FDA hundreds of millions of dollars to approve what they need them to approve. Right there, that statement should be enough to be like, uh, <clears throat> uh-huh, hello, um, shouldn't we like ask some questions about that? <laughs> you know, shouldn't it be something that we, uh, you know, want things to, you know, be investigated in upon, but... You can't find it because as the big tech uh, oligarchs would say, you are a peasant and it is not your obligation and it is not your right to know these things. None of them care about us. It's all about how much money they can get in their bank accounts. Absolutely, man. and, and, And after hearing just that, I don't know how any citizen can't say, well, you know, I think we should definitely figure out just a little more information as to what that means. Like, who is this guy? Uh, Even that, like, there's not even any articles going like this guy's a disgrace FDA employee and he just hates FDA. So he's spraying lies. You know what I mean? I was expecting like that discrediting articles or something. There's nothing. So they're just trying to come. They're just trying to nothing, nothing, not a zip as of before we got on this podcast. Now, I don't know what it will be by the time you hear this, but as of the time there, if you typed in expose FDA, which was the Twitter account that they created to drop that video, there's nothing. So the I typed in FDA exposed. The first article is from September 10th, 1989. There you go. I didn't even know they had articles from 1989 on the internet. <laughs> anyway, my point. All right, last but not least, before we close, over a shocking poll. Now, this goes with kind of what my wild projection was. You guys remember a while back where I said my wild card 2024 uh, ticket is Michelle Obama and AOC. Things going to happen. Hillary Clinton starts making a comeback, and now all of a sudden, what? Now all of a sudden, this Durham investigation pops in there that's like it wasn't Trump getting in bed with Russia to try to interfere with the elections. It was actually Hillary Clinton. A shocking poll says that over 68% of Democrats want this investigated with Hillary Clinton. So could Hillary Clinton be going down? The answer is no. She's not She's not going to jail. It's never going to happen, okay? She literally is like the devil's mistress. But either way, the point is, okay, she's not going to jail but her 2024 hopes, no way it happens. They want a Michelle Obama Ocasio-Cortez ticket. I'm telling you, and they're going to do whatever they got to do to get Hillary out of the way. And this is going to be it. You heard it here first. Mark it down. I'm putting I'm putting it on the, the, the betting table. No way Hillary Clinton is the 2024 DNC pick. The AOC turns 35 in 2024. I know. Right before the election. I know. Like, literally right before. Like, in October. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she, I'm pretty sure. What's her birthday? Google. I'm looking it up. I'm pretty sure it's in October. Oh, type slow. October 13th. It's like I do this for a living, man. <laughs> I tell do you. you? <laughs> all right. Anyway. All right. That's it. That's all we got for this episode, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to share this 
podcast. Share it with your friends. Put it on your social media. Text it to friends. Uh, leave us a review. Give us five stars. It helps us in the charts, and it helps us get discovered. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you all again next time. See you all later.